All right, take two. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Voices from the Planet. I am your host, Eric. Thank you for joining me again on this beautiful morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you might be listening. Right now, I am recording this episode at 5.30 a.m. on a Friday on my way for what promises to be a busy-ass day. Today we are running around doing multiple video shoots for multiple scenes for a upcoming music video that we are producing. Um, It's been a while since I've done one of these solo casts. The last one I did was the sickness to recount the harrowing tale of a near-death experience due to expulsion of every drop of fluid in a human body. Um, So some shit, I mean, not some shit, but like, you know, it's been a while since that happened. So here is another solo cast for you beautiful people. So for those of you who maybe are new to this podcast or, you know, you're wondering what the fuck is this all about, these solo casts that I do are basically like, I don't know, like journals, entries, audio journal entries, I guess. They're kind of like catch-ups where I just talk about what's been going on since the last episode and since that last episode I don't even remember when that came out but it um I recently between then and now celebrated my 36th birthday thank you for all the birthday wishes everyone just another year older not much different than 35 I don't think but I'm older, which is cool, I guess. My son keeps asking me about um, why my hair is so gray and why am I so old. Bro, 36 is not that fucking old, man. Yeah, I got a lot of gray hairs, but that's not because I'm 36. That's from stress from you, son. Not just kidding. Um, but, yeah, I had a birthday. We had a get-together with um, a bunch of the boys and I don't know if this was before or after that one no it actually happened this was the weekend right before I got sick from the last podcast and I don't know if I talked about it but one of my friend's sons who's five called me fucking grandpa and I was like what? grandpa? you fucking kid uh, I'm the same age as your dad for one so don't get it fucking twisted don't ever call me grandpa again. You show some respect, boy, and you call me uncle. No. And that's a thing here in Hawaii. Even if it's not your kids, the respectful thing for a child to address any adult, whether they know them or not, would be uncle or auntie is completely acceptable. It's a very respectful way to address somebody. Um what the fuck else happened, man? A bunch of shit happened. I'm assuming. 
I'm driving, so I can't really check. Usually what I do is I'll go to, like, Instagram for these and um, see what I posted, and that kind of refreshes my memory of what to fucking talk about. But because I'm driving, I don't want to do anything unsafe, for one. And number two, uh, I don't want to break any laws. Wink, wink. But... um, I mean, yeah, a bunch of shit happened. I wish I could fucking remember it all right now. That would be great. <laughs> um, this past weekend, the weekend of the third, fourth, we flew up to the Big Island with my coworker, with my crew, my coworkers, the the organization, the the nonprofit that I work for. We flew up to the Big Island to also film some more scenes for the video we're putting out um, with a bunch of Big Island artists. Uh, that was pretty fucking exciting because Knuckle is one of the artists we're featuring in this video. And he was on the Big Island to play and also participate in the speaking panels for the Ina Fest, which is an annual festival put on by Hip Agriculture, and I think it stands for Hawaii Institute of the Pacific, I may be wrong if I am, I'm sorry, by Dash and Erica Kerr, who run that shit, and they put on this event, and they have all these bands come out, and like, you know, they got vendors, and whatever else, selling stuff, and um, during the days, they have speaking panels with experts, um, so, Knuckle was there to participate in that, and so, because we were filming him, oh, fuck, ah, shit, holy fuck, I almost, okay, so I'm following my wife in the car, and I almost fucking rear-ended her, she's driving in front of me, who hit the kids, see, that's why this shit is fucking dangerous, I don't even know if recording, even if it's just talking, is probably super fucking distracting to be doing while you're driving, but, I don't know, that would have not been good. Because I got a bunch of fucking gear in this car that needs to go to these film shoots. So if I'm late or I can't make it, that's going to fuck a lot of things up. So let's just drive safe, guy. Um, so yeah, the Big Island. So we flew up on a Saturday. And then all day Saturday, pretty much, was getting ready to set up for this one-shot uh, video we produced. Um, separate from the one where we're filming all these other artists. This was like a one-shot, one-take type deal. Um, and then we went to Aina Fest where we got to watch Paula Fuga play and Havane Rios play. Got to watch Nako play. And at the end of his set, when things were winding down and we were had we were scheduled to film with him the next day on Sunday. So we just wanted to check in and say what's up, say aloha, you know, before we dug out for the evening to go back to our <coughs> Airbnb where we were staying. So that was my first meeting of Nako. And we said, what's up? Dude gave me a big hug. Well, it was one of the bro hugs, you know, one hand handshake, one hand hug. But it was definitely a a strong embrace. And you can feel the mana, the transfer of mana between two people. 
and I hope I was giving back positive energy because I could feel his positive energy. I mean, he just got done from playing like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour set in the fucking pouring rain. So that Aina Fest is in Kohala on the Big Island, which is like the north part of the Big Island. And during this festival, it was fucking pouring rain. Like it would pour, pour, pour rain like crazy. And then it would stop. And then it would pour, 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 and then stop. So the hardcore fucking fans who do not give a fuck about weather would stay out on that fucking grassy field, jamming out to the bands, jamming out to Knuckle during the pouring rain, getting soaking wet, and then it would stop, and people would kind of emerge from the tents because they had all the vendor tents set up, and it's on a what appears to be like a campus so there's all these other like buildings and portable structures and stuff like that that you could dip under to fucking try to get shelter but i'm not one of those guys who's like hardcore stay out in the rain um and the fucking the ground was like super muddy so i'm trying not to get fucking crazy like filthy dirty but it's kind of impossible and then like 95% of the people there were not wearing shoes and everybody's just walking in the mud, which I'm sure felt really good. You don't have to worry. It's like, fuck it. But I didn't want to have to like worry about where the fuck my shoes are or have to carry my shoes. So I just ended up staying in my shoes and trying to avoid muddy puddles while everybody else just fucking danced around and played in the mud. So yeah, I'd say like, like 95% of the people there were not wearing shoes and of the women that were there, like, 100% of them had zero, had no bras on. They were fucking no bras at this fucking Aina Fest. It's fucking crazy. A bunch of fucking hippies, you know? But I think Big Island is kind of known for that there. Haole hippie population. Um, that was fucking super cool. So that was when I got to meet him, and it was super brief. Um... I wish it could have been longer at that point, but, you know, we had to dig out. It was getting late. We had to make sure a couple of our artists and one of our film crew guys got back to the Airbnb successfully so that they'd be ready and to roll for the next day, which started bright and fucking early, man. It is crazy. I mean, not that crazy. It's fuck. I mean, I woke up about the time I would wake up here because we had like an hour drive to our first location from where we we're staying and big island is different man you're not not familiar with the roads there so like i want to make sure we have ample time for any kind of weirdness and another thing about the big island is there's huge pockets and huge areas where there's like zero fucking reception on cell phones zero fucking like cellular data so until you get out of that dead zone you're like stranded and it really brings you back to pre-cell phone days where like I tell you I'm gonna be here at this time and if I'm late you just gotta wait bro and then hopefully when I get there you're still there you know like I can't call you to find out where you're at or check in along the way because there's no fucking reception so it's like hey we're leaving now we'll be there and then that's it you gotta bank on that but we went to this real fucking cool thing um and forgive me I don't know all the proper you know, Olelo Hawaii words for the certain things and all that, but we went to a place called Pu'u 
Hulu Hulu and it's a um, like I can't think of the name of what the structure is called but it's like a stone structure that people build it's like squared kind of like a uh, like a like a tape I don't know it's like a it's like maybe four feet by four feet by four feet and then maybe like five feet tall you know and it's where people will go to make offerings which are referred or called ho'okupu before you embark on a journey or before you do this so we were with Auntie Pua Case who is a major major kupuna in the fight against the 30 meter telescope on Mauna Kea but she's also a strong activist for indigenous people around the world and indigenous people's rights so she was there because actually she's like I don't know if they're like real mom and daughter but or it's like Hanai kind or but that's Havane's mom and Nako also refers to her as mom so she was with us as well <clears throat> and she before we started our shooting on the day on Sunday with all these artists and all these various scenes and locations she wanted to do a pule and make sure set an intention for the day and get everything straight before we embark but um so we got to go to this place and she was explaining to us that there's a similar one up on near the top of Mauna Kea where is you know their sacred mountain and people would go up there to gather and perform religious ceremonies and you know spiritual gatherings around this structure up on Mauna Kea but I guess recently and maybe not really recent but I mean at some point the U.S. military and the state and UH or whoever is over like in charge of that land up there had shut off access and are not allowing native Hawaiians to gather for such reasons um, I think really the logic behind that is they don't want people up there protesting which I mean come on like you should let them protest if they want but they make up these weird rules so what these what they did was they built that same structure down at the bottom of the mountain at the, at the base so that way because they're not allowed or if they can't get up to the summit they can always come down to the base and offer their whole kupu or their oli or their prayers or whatever you know they can do it there if they don't have access to the one up on the summit and she gave us that she said there's like a riddle that goes along with this place and it's called or it's um like it's a place where you can be at the summit and at the base of the mauna at the same time it's pretty cool but so we started there and then we drove into the first scene which was havane and nako um we had to drive through fucking Mordor it's like old lava fields where I mean hundreds and hundreds and acres and hundreds and hundreds of I don't say miles but square miles for sure just covered in lava and they had paved this road through it and another thing I learned I mean not that I didn't know this but it was more <coughs> you know refreshed and brought back to the top of my mind was that um so there's this gigantic fucking military training area called Pohakuloa, which encompasses 
parts of Mauna Kea and where we were and where we were filming and all this shit. And you could see like the little fucking targets of shaped like cars and shit off in the distance from where we were filming. But anyway, so the fucking state of Hawaii leases this land to the U.S. military for like less than a dollar per per year, per acre, per year, some shit. It's like some ridiculously cheap fucking lease so that they can practice and bomb and do all their shit in their training ground. And it was, they shared that it is actually the largest military training grounds. I think they said in the U.S., but I wouldn't be surprised if they said in the world. I mean, it's like thousands of acres. But we had drove through Mordor to get to our first location which had a beautiful backdrop of Mauna Kea in the background from where we were filming, you know, had a little bit of a hike in, which was not as easy as they made it sound, carrying fucking audio and visual gear and shit, but, so we got to film their scene, a lot of takes, Nako is fucking hilarious, always making jokes in between takes, um, just being silly. I mean, I've kind of figured he would be that way because I've seen enough interviews and things of him on YouTube. I'm kind of a huge fan about of Nako, man. It's kind of fucking weird. This meeting, being able to meet him and be in the same like vicinity as him up to this point was kind of a trip, dude. Because you look up to these people, and these people have had, you know, such an impact on my life and the direction my life has taken from there to now from first discovering for myself, for Nako, discovering Nako, and absorbing that musical medicine that he's slanging, but just to be in his presence, I mean, it sounds kind of fucking fanboy but whatever, dude, like, I am a huge fan, I was super excited, so I was trying to walk, and walk a line and balance between wanting to just be like, oh my god, you're fucking Nako, and trying to be fucking too cool for school because we are here for a purpose this is a professional film shoot and be act professional bro don't fucking lose your shit but there was one point where they're trying to get their audio recordings and we're all recording so like it's this whole live outside concept right where playing for change if you've heard of it you can look it up um similar to that is what we're trying to accomplish and um So we're filming their things and um, there's one point where we have this gigantic silk screen up to try to reflect some light because, you know, to try to stay improve the lighting. <coughs> but it's windy as fuck up on the mountain. Up. So we're, you know, there's like five of us trying to hold this fucking windscreen, this reflector, the silk from blowing away while we're trying to get it to reflect on Nako. So I'm behind it on one side holding it so it's not blowing away with a bunch of the other crew and Nako's on the other side recording and filming and in between takes he puts his hand up on the silk from the other side and puts his palm to my palm and knowing full well that this is gonna sound super gay but (laughs) I was like oh my god fucking Nako's touching my hand it was like that moment when see in a movie where fucking two dudes are talking one guy's in prison and the other guy's on the other phone he's trying to give him some fucking some some 
some hand love on the up through the glass, you know, touch my palm shit. Like that's what it felt like, and I was like, oh my god. And but yeah, so again, trying to remain professional. Sorry for the noise, guys. I had to open the window. I'm trying to smoke a cigarette, which is all out of the bag now. I mean, it's not that I was trying to hide that I smoke cigarettes in front of my coworkers and my boss and shit, but. It's not that I'm trying to, like, be, oh, I need a fucking smoke break. I need a fucking smoke break. So I tried to, like, whenever we had a chance, like, I could get one, I would fucking try, not sneak away, but, you know, just step aside and have a cigarette. So now they all know I smoke. The cat's out of the bag. No big fucking deal. Nobody gives a shit. Everybody's fucking super cool. So at the end of the shoot, we're packing it up. Um, Everybody's hiking it out to the cars. And we're loading up gear to move on to the next shoot, Havane and Nako, our pal. So as we're loading up, you know, people are starting to say aloha, say goodbye. And, you know, I say goodbye to Antipua, say goodbye to Havane, and now it's time to say goodbye to Nako. And I'm not going to lie, a part of me got real nervous, like, oh, fuck, here it is, like, here's my chance. Because in my mind... I'm playing the scenario. I want to tell him this. I want to tell him how much his music has had an impact on my life. You know, I want to share stories. I want to talk to him about what, you know, I just want to fucking get inside that brain, man. I want to fucking get to know the bear. But realistically, when you're saying aloha like that and everybody's got a dig, I mean, you got like 10 seconds, 30 seconds to say aloha. So I walk up to him. And, you know, I go in for the the bro hug, the one-hand handshake, and the one-hand hug like we did when I first met. And this motherfucker approaches me with both arms stretched out wide, and I'm like, oh, shit, we're fucking going in for a real hug, dude. So I give him, like, a hug, and, bro, it was a fucking good hug, dude. Fucking Nako gives the best hugs. So we hug. It feels good. And then I tell him, you know, mahalo for being a part of this fucking, this project that we're working on. And then I told him on a personal level, mahalo for your music, man, because, and I briefly told him, like, I tried to squeeze it out and I try to, like, not get emotional because his music does trigger some emotional shit in me where the other day I was, like, <coughs> actually later that day when I was driving from like picking up lunch to another scene to meet everybody by myself I threw on some knock on the bluetooth and I was trying to sing along and I was getting all fucking choked up and shit so fucking I try to tell him you know his music has made a huge impact on my life and on this journey I've taken it's had a big influence on the decision making process that led me to working for where I'm working now and leaving my old job. And his response was, oh, fuck, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. And I'm like, ah, this fucker got jokes. But in reality, man, like, it, his music really did. Like, I told him, bro, you know, you got sometimes you got to make a fucking change, bro. And I didn't wasn't able to get into the details of, you know, what led to the, me wanting to leave and all this other, you know, factors and whatever. But... I hope that one day I get a chance to, I mean, from when I started this podcast, he was one of the one guests I've always wanted to have on. I um, definitely messaged him multiple times via Instagram with no responses. 
So now maybe because there's some familiarity, familiar, familiarity to me, maybe now I, well, I did send him another message saying, bro, it was great to fucking meet you and that I'd love to share more of the story, blah, 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 blah. So we'll see, maybe, maybe now that there's some connection between us, the possibility of us getting on that podcast together might fucking happen. And if you're listening to this and you know Nako and you can get in his ear, you let him know, fucking let him know, man. Come on Eric's podcast. Man, I got a picture of son and we said goodbye. And fucking. So I'm then I'm like throwing the rest of my shit that I had on in the fucking van. And I'm thinking to myself, right, you gotta take a picture. And then again I'm thinking like we're all like we're this is a shoot, this is work. Like is it not cool to fucking ask the artist you're working with to take a picture? Is that like unprofessional? It just seems like uncouth, I guess. But fucking so like within like half a second time frame I had the internal debate of whether or not to fucking ask him for the picture and in my awkwardness I just said bro you know what man I'm sorry like would it be okay if I got a picture real quick like I, I hope that's like okay I hope that's not unprofessional and my boss was there and he was like yeah no fucking no worries dude so I ended up getting a picture with Nako and I posted that shit up on my Instagram and it's fucking, yeah, dude, like, he is somebody I've looked up to since I first heard about his music, even though he's younger than me, whatever, it doesn't matter, experience is experience, and wisdom is wisdom, it can come from all shapes and sizes, I'm learning that now, you know, I never was really one to be able to think that I could pull knowledge or gain wisdom or whatever from somebody younger than me, so used to think, like, what the fuck, do they know but in reality, experience is experience, yo. So, um, yeah, so I was glad I got the picture. And I was thinking about myself, fuck, I would have been, like, kicking myself in the ass if I never asked him for a picture and missed that shot. And then Nicole would have been pissed because I had the opportunity and I didn't fucking take it. So, going into the archives of Voices from the Planet is a picture with me and Nako. And the rest of the shoot was fucking crazy. I'm not going to get into everybody else we fucking filmed and shot that day. But I met some really fucking cool people on the Big Island. Some solid fucking local brothers. Doing fucking cool things. Music-wise. Fucking, you know, off-the-grid, sovereign fucking Kanaka shit, man. It's fucking dope. And it was fucking crazy. It was a crazy-ass schedule of running filming, carrying, doing this, do that, pack up, run some more, get there, get there, blah, 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 it's just, it's a fucking ambitious undertaking to try to get all this shit done, but I know based off of the past videos that they already produced, this is before I started working here, but um, the past videos that were produced, the quality is so fucking good, bro, it's fucking amazing, and with the artists that we're featuring in this one, I have a feeling this one is going to be even fucking amazinger. And with the fucking song choice, oh my god, it's going to be fucking epic. It's going to be fucking epic. 
this. So, um, yeah, so we're doing the same thing again today. Fortunately, this time around, we have a lot more crew with us to help out. Um, on Big Island was just four of us from work and four film crew. <coughs> today, it's fucking all hands on deck. So shouldn't have too much of a problem in the ways of loading packing and all that shit but time is always of the essence and that's gonna be the major constraint is trying to fucking bang out everything in the time frames we got we got all professional artists so they can do their thing but yeah i mean you never know weather is also a factor right now it's five or now it's six o'clock so fucking still dark but looks pretty clear as far as weather goes so we'll see how we do it on this one and right now i am going to pause for a second because i need to run into the store fast kind and i'll pick it up i'm actually meeting one of our other co-workers in a little bit to carpool so that way we don't have a million fucking cars going in and out of fucking areas and film locations. But yeah, so, yeah, I'm going to take a little pause and I will be right back. You guys won't even know I was gone. And I'm back, see? Did you miss me? I didn't think you did. That was too fast. Unless you guys really love me and, like, even a millisecond away is too much to bear. And if that's the case, thank you. I love you, too. I missed you guys too, man. It was kind of hard to go, to you know, walk into the store without you guys. Be all by myself. I get lonely, man. I got separation anxiety instilled in me from a child from childhood that I'm still trying to work out. Uh, what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm meeting one of my coworkers. So we're going to hop in together, go to the first scene. I'm actually here a little early, so you guys get to hear me ramble on a little more. I don't really know what else to fucking talk about. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Fucking craziness. Let's see. Oh, did you guys vote? Yeah, you did. Great. Good for you. Go fuck yourself. Nah, I'm just kidding. Don't go fuck yourself, but seriously, um, voting, guys, really? That's what we're into, voting? You guys like voting? I didn't vote. I don't vote. I don't believe voting does anything. I don't think politicians are elected. I believe they are selected by the powers that be. Um, And they... um, yeah, I don't know. It's just irritating, guys. So I put put a post up about voting, and it's made like voting is an acronym for validating or validation of tyrannical egomaniacs. It is the acronym for sorry that for uh, vote and um, you know social commentary on how you know celebrities and all these fucking people are like go vote. I voted. You should go vote. Go vote. Go vote. And in reality, they're not saying go out there and vote. They're saying go out and vote in line with what I voted for. Because 
if you responded, for instance, and said like, say, just for an example, and if you listen to this podcast, you know I don't lean either way. I don't fuck with politics. I uh, just don't fuck with it. Um, so, but I do have the ability because of my astrological sign being a Libra to, you know, play both sides or see both sides to an argument. So we're going to use this example coming from Democrats. It's going to be, it's going to come across as an attack on Democrats. It's not, and I'm not, you know, advocating for Republicans or whatever. Fuck them both. But, um, so, so say like a Democrat or some celebrity you know that's full on fucking left, they post something about voting and you should get out there and vote. I'm sure if you responded or commented and be like, yeah, you know, I agree, I did get out there and vote, but I voted for Trump. Let's say, I'm sure they were their response wouldn't be, well, you know, at least you voted. That's the main thing. You didn't vote for what I voted for, but hey, you voted. So thank you for exercising your civic right. To vote No they don't fucking hear that shit You don't hear that shit They'll call you a fucking dumbass for voting the opposite way Or they'll call you a racist And the other way Coming from the other side too Republicans They're gonna say Fucking Democrats are pussies Or whatever But It's the thing is Politics is just another Tool of the man To keep us divided And fighting over dumb shit And it works, man, because it breaks up families. It fucking divides friends. I mean, shit, man. It's fucking crazy. We just need to realize, like, we're all humans. And even people are like, vote human. I saw a video. Jack Johnson wrote a song about, like, vote humans. Like, maybe don't vote right or left or this or that. Like, vote for the human candidates. Like, what do you mean? Are there non-human fucking candidates, bro? Are there fucking shape-shifting reptilian extraterrestrial entities that are secretly running for office and are you telling us don't vote for them vote for the humans how do we know the humans they all look the fucking same man i've never seen one break their their shape-shifting shit or lose control and shift back into a fucking lizard so i don't know what he means by that but maybe local level there's some still some sense of fucking like voting might actually have some effect but it's hard for me because we don't know. It's a vote, man. We tell them what we want, and they count it, and they tell us what the score was. I mean, we, you're putting a lot of trust in that. and it, You're putting a lot of trust in somebody else's system where the results of the, that vote or decision or whatever does have the effect on people's lives in the real world. Um... And you're just putting your faith and trust that they're being honest. And I get it. I mean, trust the system, right? But fuck the system. So, I don't know. And even, like, things like, I don't know, like, I was thinking to myself, like, if, like, full-on recreational legalization of marijuana comes up on a ballot, like, "Ah, maybe I'll turn out and vote for that. But same thing. How do we fucking know that? Whether it becomes or doesn't become Like how do we know Maybe they just like Ah fuck it let's just give it to them 
like California and all these states that have recently passed recreational marijuana laws or whatever, reform. Like, do, do we think that the people actually voted that in or the government in charge was like, let's let them have it and let's just say they want whatever, you know? Because they could have easily just have been like, even if, so say, even if they didn't want it, like say they're like absolutely opposed to recreational marijuana being legal and they put it to a vote and they get the votes in and it's like a landslide fucking yes. They could always fucking just be like, oh shit, the polls came in and, uh, uh, we're not gonna make it legal It fucking came back People don't actually want Recreational marijuana legal And who would know I don't know Maybe it's a cynical worldview And It's a, a Lack of faith But I just don't believe it man I'm not buying this fucking Voting bullshit and Especially the way they like I don't know It's like still trying to figure out what's the point is it just to make us feel like we have some sense of control over the way our government runs is it like like see you the people you guys make all the decisions like you can't be mad at what the outcome is we left it up to you guys and then there's that whole fucking argument no vote no grumble like nah yeah fuck I can grumble all the fucking time because the system's fucked the candidates are shit you know like what we're given most times as options is fucking like shitty it's not fucking I don't know the the whole concept and system of one person being in charge of everything just seems so old and maybe there's a new way to do it and I don't know the Joe Rogan model of a council of elders type deal might better work better but Fucking who knows, right? And I don't have the answers for sure. I'm just a dude trying to work shit out and f- work my way through this and just be happy and be happy and be happy. And that means not voting because once you get invested in voting or a political candidate or a political party, not getting your candidates in or not getting your party way or whatever is usually gonna lead to more anger but it's more like if you vote and you nominate if you voted for the dude who wins and this motherfucker comes in and fucks shit up then you can't grumble cause you voted him in now you have no fucking argument you cannot complain Because this is your doing, if you believe in voting. It's, like, weird. Like, it's all these things, and it's, like, I can't really parse through all this shit because I really don't believe voting anyway. So all these, like, arguments I'm making about this and that is, like, moot already because it doesn't matter. It's just a way to divide us. And I don't know. I don't have any fucking answers for you guys. You know? There's a lot smarter people out there with podcasts that probably could give you a lot more political insight, but that's not what this podcast is about, really. It's more, I don't know, me trying to reconcile my thoughts and emotions against the silent fucking ears of you listeners because 
I don't know. I'm still figuring shit out. We're all on a journey. We're all on a path. We're all figuring this thing called life out as we go. And some of us are at different stages along the path. It's not a how long you've been on this earth type of thing, you know. But, yeah, this is where I'm at. And this podcast is kind of serving as that. And then maybe, you know, my children can listen back and get some insight into the inner workings of their father's mind. I don't know, for you guys to maybe find something relatable on here and not feel alone. Because that's what podcasts did for me is hear people talk and be like, I fucking feel the same way. Like, But you don't, in my normal life, I don't get the opportunity to interact with people with, you know, wider ranges of life experiences. And I don't know how many of you guys listening who aren't from Hawaii know people from Hawaii. And this is just the perspective of one dude living here I don't know telling you about my day and my week or whatever or fucking what I think about such and such I don't know it's fucking it is what it is right it's a personal journal at this point sprinkled in with interviews with cool people occasionally very very rarely more this is probably a better word and then what I'm really doing, and if you're a listener of the podcast, you know I've been doing these things with the TV show, The Event, which are pretty fun, and I gotta keep doing those. I just put one out recently, um, but those are just focusing on that TV show. So if you want, you can fucking watch the TV show and then listen to the episode, and I don't know, like we can talk about it or what. I don't know. I haven't set up those kinds of things like other podcasts have, where they have forums for listeners to talk and interact and set up these like communities around their podcast I don't have all that shit but I got Instagram so you can message me and SoundCloud you can leave comments you can review on iTunes and leave it there and I'll catch it but yeah fucking that's all this is man just trying to work this shit out this thing called life and love and yeah that's pretty much it Are you guys sick of hearing me talk already? If you've made it this far, thank you. 40-some minutes. But I am going to sign off now because I need to prep a couple things in the car before my coworker gets here and we jump into the first scene of the day and then we'll be fucking running around like crazy fucking people from spot to spot for the rest of the day. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to pause it again and pick it up at the end of the day after the shoot and we'll talk a little more about it and yeah so i'm gonna pause and i'll see you guys in a little bit sorry two pauses two breaks in one episode man what am i doing to you guys i'm sorry you know it's fucking torture it must be hard but thank you for sticking in it'll be quick i promise and i will be right back I am back. Fuck, that's loud on there. Hold on. All right. Sorry. I almost forgot to finish recording this thing. I was driving home after a long day of traveling and driving and hiking and carrying fucking shit and uh, just a fuck. Oh, excuse me. Just a fucking long day of video shoots for work. So, fuck, man, I'm ex- 
exhausted. Every inch of my body hurts. It's just like the Big Island after fucking getting home and just being fucking beat the fuck down from carrying heavy shit and having to hike, which I never fucking do. Man, do I ever fucking talk about exercising or fucking doing any type of strenuous work? Fuck no. And this shit fucking got me, man. I got to fucking... We had to hike in what felt like for an hour through fucking thick bamboo to get to muddy paths that winded in and out of fucking a stream to get to this waterfall to shoot this one scene we did. And it was fucking nuts. Carrying like a 45 pound tripod. Nah, maybe it wasn't that much. That might be an exaggeration. But it was probably like 35 pounds for sure. And fucking trying to fucking navigate through thick bamboo and getting caught up on everything. And like trying not to slip and fall into a river. It's like, goddamn, man. It's a lot of fucking work to do these things. These fucking director, director of videography is a fucking madman <laughs> in the best way because he scopes out all these fucking epic locations and then we gotta hike in with all the shit, all the gear and his crew gotta hike in with all the fucking rails and stands for fucking fucking the cameras and shit It's fucking cool, man. I got to meet some fucking artists, more artists today. I got to meet a fucking super, super like deep-rooted uncle, Uncle Calvin Ho. He's like a fucking implement maker. He makes like nose flutes and koi koi and oi oi, which are coconuts attached to like strings with holes in them so you can spin them and they make like whistling noises and he had brought like three different kinds so we hike in for his scene and this is actually the second scene of the day but we hike in to fucking I don't know what is it called uh I don't remember already my brain is fried dude my body and my brain is just fucking toast but so his scene we have him playing the nose flute and there wasn't enough room for the koi koi because you gotta like spin it and it makes the whistling noise but we didn't have enough room so we did just the nose flute and as soon as he gets on scene he's like cutting down other bamboo and shit to like make he's like oh hey you need a walking stick and he's like passing out like walking sticks for a few of us And fucking, so you film his scene with his nose flu. And we hike in further. That was like what felt like an hour, but it's probably like, it probably was close to a fucking hour. The way back was way fucking faster for some reason. We went a, a little different route on the way back, which cut the time down, but bruh, getting there was fucking intense. And. I did not bring the walking stick because I had to carry other shit. 
but I ended up getting it on the way back. And so I actually was thinking like, oh, maybe he wants these to make nose flutes. So when we got back at the end of the fucking third scene at the waterfall and we fucking get back to the cars and I talk to him and I tell him, oh, uncle, I got your fucking walking stick. And he's like, ah, you like make nose flute. You can have them. He's like, I mean, or he asked me, no, he asked me if he wants me to make nose, nose flutes for him that I can keep it, and I was like, nah, I like, you teach me, and then I like, make my own nose flute, so, I like, cause that, I, like, once I learned that this guy was in this video, and that, like, I found out more in depth of who he was, and what he does, I was like, bro, I wanna get in good with this guy, and have him teach me to make some implements, and stuff, cause he makes all kind of pahu drums, and whatever, else Hawaiian implements but I want to learn how to do that so I can meet up with him at some point and learn how to make nose food I think he does workshops but now I got the bamboo I kind of like it as a walking stick it's pretty tall it's a huge walking stick it would not have fared well going through the bamboo but yeah fucking exhausted dude my shoes were completely soaked and muddy by the end of this. I'm going to have to clean them. And those are, like, the only sneakers I have, which I like. But, yeah, today it was awesome. I really enjoyed doing this shit, man. This, like, feeling of pain and exhaustion is, like, a good feeling. It's, like, a good relax. I can't wait to get home and smoke a number and just fucking chill out with the fam and enjoy the rest of the evening. It's 6.59, 7 o'clock right now. But then I started recording this podcast at like 5.30 this morning. Man, it's crazy. It was a crazy day. We got to meet, like I said, a couple artists. Super cool dudes. We did some interviews with them on the way out. It's all this like stuff to all these people contributing to this project we're working on. And... Like, this podcast has nothing to do with them, but because these solo casts are these, like, you know, what's going on in my life, I'm talking about it. I'm not sure if they want me to share all this stuff. I mean, they post it on social media, like, you know, filming with so-and-so today at blah, 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 wherever we're at. So they're not, it's not like they're hiding it. You know what I mean? I'm not giving away any fucking secrets or anything. I mean, everybody knows if you follow this company on social media, but... Yeah, this is my life now, dude. Like, I gave up the fucking 9 to 5 for a 7 to 7. (laughs) Bruh. What a trip. What a trip. I thought of something else to talk about briefly that I didn't talk about this morning on the way in. Fucking Halloween passed, man. Happy belated Halloween world. But, um, yeah, Halloween with a four-year-old and a -a one-and-a-half-year-old. My oldest son dressed up as Spider-Man, Iron Spider from Infinity War. The suit that he gets from Tony Stark. Did I talk about him losing it? Oh, he fucking lost his mask. Did I talk about that? No, I must not have. Why do I feel like I shared that with people? 
maybe I told other people, but so he was Iron Spider for Halloween and Hito was Maui and my wife made him a tea leaf skirt, like a legit tea leaf skirt to wear when we went trick-or-treating and our good friend Rob came over for trick-or-treating. So we went out for maybe, we were probably only out for like 40 minutes and Erickson was tired. He was actually out sick that whole week from school from like Tuesday, Wednesday, or no, Wednesday was Halloween, yeah. yeah. So he was out on Tuesday and Wednesday, but he felt okay to trick-or-treat, so he told him, man, let's do it. I mean, it's Halloween, fuck it. So we went trick-or-treating, and 40 minutes later, he's like, you know, I'm done, I'm tired, just want to go home. So we go back home, and we just walked around our little neighborhood, got some candy, Keto went and got some candy too, and I had bought some candy to pass out at our house, so when we got back, we set up a little table out front, and started passing out candy, and we had way too much candy, so I started telling Erickson to like give the kids that come like handfuls, or I'm telling the kids just take a handful, because we gotta get rid of it, because I don't want to have all that extra candy in my house, because my kids love candy, and they're gonna want to eat all that candy, and I don't want them to consume too much candy, which makes me a hypocrite because I love chocolate candy and I'm going to eat all that shit. So what I've been doing is bringing bags of it to work so I could eat some and share with everybody. Why do I feel like I fucking talked about it? If I talked about it on the podcast like earlier when I recorded this this morning, I'm probably not going to go back and edit it. I'm just going to slap that part and this part together and call it a day. For this episode, but yeah, so if I talked about this shit already, I'm sorry, but yeah, bringing the candy to work, and it makes me a hypocrite because I don't want them to eat all that candy, sugar is not good for little kids, it's not good for adults either, but you know, my body's bigger so I can handle it, they can't handle it, one little bite-sized Snickers and they're bouncing off the walls, so try to limit their sugar intake but I can't wait to just get home and sit on the couch and get out of this dirty fucking clothes eat some pizza yeah what a day reward myself for all the hard work I did Brad it's truly a fucking group effort man of everybody who loaded up and broke down and set up and we had some interns with us that were helping out and it's fucking cool as shit I need to take a fucking shower though for real my head is fucking itchy as hell from sweating so much I got a fucking oily ass head which leads to me having fucking super itchy scalp after a long day of sweating my feet fucking hurt man it felt so good after the hike to take my shoes off but my feet were like all pruned, like raisin toes from fucking walking in water and just walking in wet socks the whole rest of the way back. Like, I'm so stoked that I'm a part of this fucking company. It's not even a company, man. This fucking nonprofit organization, this fucking hooey, this crew, you know? Like, to be a part of the support system that makes what they do possible. I can't say it enough, but it means fucking 
this is gonna be hopefully sustainable for me in my future because I want to be a part of this and I can't wait to see like how far this thing can grow I mean it started in 1999 I think it was and it's come a long fucking way since then and it's just gonna get bigger and bigger as it grows and the more the name gets out there maybe it'll be from me pushing it on this podcast with permission but I'm sure the subject matter in the rest of these episodes you know I mean we work with kids and shit so I don't know how that would go but you guys aren't fucking kids you guys are adults so you guys can handle yeah this podcast ain't for kids I mean for fuck man I mean shit in reality high school kids this ain't anything they haven't heard before elementary school kids they ain't listening to podcasts they got more important shit to do like Fortnite or whatever the fuck they're up to nowadays but I hope one day I can fucking talk openly about it I mean I think I would have to ask permission otherwise if it was not fucking cool it cost me this job <laughs> that would suck but like I said in the beginning this is my outlet maybe I said that maybe I didn't but this is my outlet this is like what I have to offer other than working office stuff and sending emails and working on Excel spreadsheets and Word documents. And maybe this is more for me just to be able to talk freely. Somewhat freely, I guess. I guess in a way, I do have to censor myself and make sure I don't give too much away, but I mean, the rest of my life is pretty much an open book. And just fucking here to share, like I said, one perspective out of seven billion that maybe you can relate to. I don't know. I hope you can. Fuck, that'd be great if you do that I'm reaching somebody out there. Hope you guys are fucking enjoying these long, drawn-out solo casts. I started this thing. It actually, last this past September was like the three-year anniversary of the podcast. Three years only, man. It seems like it's a lot... It seems a lot longer than that, but really 71, what is this episode going to be, 72? It's not that many. I mean, fuck, if I did one a week, I would already have over 150 episodes. But it seems like consistency is one of the things I'm struggling with. And I had intended to record a bunch of the fucking event episodes to have in the can as they say and just release those in 
the event that I don't record a solo cast or have a podcast out. But that fucking, I don't know. I just fucking am a slacker. I'm a slacker trying to do what I can in the moments of inspiration and motivation. adjusting bass and turning up treble but you lose the deep sexiness of my voice and I can't do that to you guys so I'm keeping it in there like I said on numerous podcasts and what I tell people over and over I don't fucking edit shit the editing I do is putting parts together putting the intro on unless somebody on here like specifically tells me hey don't put that part in then fucking I won't put that part in. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. You know what I'm saying? So, that's about it. But, like, I try to EQ it as best I could. You know, I use Levelator. That's pretty much doing it for me. Um, lazy man's way, I guess. But, that's what I'm doing, man. I'm, maybe this will serve as a fucking example of even if it's a shitty podcast anybody can do a podcast i mean if i can do a fucking podcast and people listen to this shit you can do a fucking podcast and you can get out there and express yourself maybe better than me but people like man like i cannot i know it's a saturated market but i cannot like tell people enough like if you have the fucking like desire to do it to start a podcast start a fucking podcast just fucking talk about whatever you want to talk about. There's people out there that want to hear this shit. You know what I mean? And especially coming from Hawaii, like, we're such a small demographic that there's more people out there than there are here. I mean, that's kind of the same thing everywhere, really, if you think about it. <laughs> but I mean, like, if you're on the continental US and you're fucking, you're just another person on the mainland to us, right? That's one group. We're a small little island chain with its own unique culture and shit and unique perspective on a lot of things being so isolated. Because did you know Hawaii is the most isolated landmass? Because we're in the middle of the fucking Pacific Ocean. And if you didn't know, yes, we are a part of the United States. But illegally. And I've talked about that already. <laughs> this illegal fucking occupation of the Hawaiian nation. And if you're from Hawaii and you want to start a podcast, you can do it. Even if you want to do something completely different, man, just fucking do it. Support local podcasts. Fucking shout out to Light Sleepers. Shout out to 
What's Up Bro or What Up Bro podcast. Shout out to Broke Ass to Badass. Shout out to fucking, what is it, No Shame Podcast, even though they haven't done a fucking podcast in a really fucking long time. I know there's a lot of podcasts about travel and Hawaii-related shit, um, some promoting, whatever. I don't know. I don't. I didn't listen to them, to be completely honest. <laughs> but shout out to those guys for fucking repping Hawaii podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out, shout out to all the fucking Hawaii podcasts out there. From 2017, voted by like sleepers, the best Hawaii podcast. Fucking yours truly, voices from the planet, holding it down. Another one of the fucking podcast peers. It's almost like I feel like we should start a fucking Hawaii podcast network. But I like being independent and I don't like being told what I can and can't fucking say. So I kind of like doing my own thing. A lot of these other ones, they don't swear. One is like a motivational, inspirational podcast about entrepreneurial shit independent women doing their thing and that's fucking great but I don't think I mean mine is a completely different genre of podcast I mean obviously you should really check out Leg Sleepers man they might be ending their podcast soon I might not have been able to say that but (laughs) they might not be doing their podcast for very much longer the way it is so you should fucking check them out before it's too late. Or if you want, you can convince them to not fucking end it. But I like being able to do it on my own. You know, I don't like anybody, even a co-host, telling me what I can and can't do. Interviews are fine. And if somebody, you know... doesn't want to talk about something, I'm not going to pressure them, but I might ask why, and that might lead to me having to edit some shit, so maybe future reference, if somebody says they don't want to talk about something, just fucking leave it alone, because now, then I might have to edit some shit if I press too hard, (laughs) or I might piss them off, and they might not want to do the fucking podcast anymore, I wonder if that's ever happened, I'm sure it has, where guests walk out on podcasts, because they're just like done, you know what I mean? And I'm not one for confrontation, so you probably won't get that from me anyway. But I want people to open up if they're coming on the podcast to talk, man. We're here to share, be open and honest. So I encourage that. It's going to be a lot of those, like, Sighs and then long pauses of silence. Hey, and guess what? I didn't edit those out. They're all in there for you. I'm almost to Pizza Hut. Voted Hoy's best pizza? Ugh, alright, but. Fucking Pizza Hut. It's cool, a lot of the fucking people we work with are like vegetarians and vegans and stuff which is complete opposite of my old work where everybody was a carnivore and I was the fucking anomaly now like 
Even the people that eat meat are like, nah, just get me the veggie one because it makes it fucking easier. It's like, my people are down to go veg over meat, and that's fucking cool. I'm not alone anymore. I'm not alone. Oh, I just remembered I fucking lent somebody my vetiver oil, which was working as a uh, mosquito repellent. I don't know if you know that, Jason, but your vetiver oil also works as a pretty effective mosquito repellent. So I was letting people use it because the mosquitoes were fucking nuts over there where we were on the hike. And I let somebody fucking grab it and they never gave it back to me. I hope I get it back. If not... Jason, I'm going to need more vetiver oil. I'm going to have to hit you up and get another little roller. Damn it. People were doubting the vetiver oil. They were calling it fucking witchcraft. But it's not witchcraft. It's fucking essential. (laughs) Oil. (laughs) Alright, well, I'm pulling into the parking lot of fucking Taco Bell slash fucking Pizza Hut. So I will bid you all a fond farewell until we meet again. Don't forget to check out the sponsors of the podcast, The Grow Guru, for all your medical cannabis growing needs. He just partnered with some other companies, so he's doing some fucking major things. But um, hopefully soon we'll get him on. We keep fucking talking about it. And we're going to have him on. And Spaceman Spliff on Instagram is going to join us. So hopefully we'll have that for you soon. And audible.com. Audible trial backslash voices from the planet for a free or for a 30-day trial of audible.com. And I just scraped my front bumper. And... And that's not in the read. They don't give me... They never gave me a read. I'm sure there's probably shit they want you to say. But I don't read that stuff either. So I'm just telling you what I remember. And you get a free auto audiobook download that you get to keep even if you do not continue the service with Audible. So check them out. Audible trial backslash voices from the planet. Thank you to the sponsors. Thank you guys for listening. This has been another solo cast from the van with the noise. Holla. Love you guys. Peace. The dead don't dance to a liar's message So restless, cross it off my checklist Poetic warfare, a bear with horse hair, he's reckless Acts like he's got a death wish True, are you good? Chicken the trickster, laws of nature, loyal creatures Son of the most high, willing to wage in my
my plan And I'm gonna stick to it I'm gonna ultimately liberate my consciousness I want to change I will make a change When I pass a fist to a pacifist, I keep beating my neck, pushing to the face in it. So I'm facing it, some gladiator shit. Yeah, I'm ripping up the rhythm, but I'm heating it. But it's non-stop knocks from the mountaintops to the city block to the tank stop and block. Another brother got shot dead on the sidewalk where your cops do it inside jobs. And I'm shit to my hands stretched out to the sky. Got some arms in my left and a gun in my right. My eyes are crossed over bulletproof rock 'cause I know I didn't come to make it out alive. And I thrive in the midst of a battle. All the songs of a walk towards revival Even brave men can put in their rifles I got my hard ears and I'ma follow them You can buy me, you can back inside the lion's den I'm making friends and I'm in good time evil men Gonna bring them and inject them with the medicine I'ma do no harm but I'ma take no shit And I'ma build a bridge out in the emptiness Then potentially what I'ma live to be The hardest working bear in the fucking industry 